0: Hey everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron Maes, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 353. We are that podcast that talks about anime games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Maes.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm
1: Ichigo Gami. And it's forty-eight degrees out, and yet it feels like it's thirty-two. Mm-hmm.
3: It snowed yesterday. Where? Uh, in Pennsylvania and parts of Virginia. Again, where? Uh, I would say like the northern, like closer to Maryland. I'm not sure specifically where, but I know it kind of snowed overall. There was like a a cold front or something over parts of the area. Ichigo. I'm, yes.
1: I'm being a dick.
3: Oh well, you're always one, so I get confused as to when you are being an extra one, <laughs> like a blinged up one, like one with rhinestones on it, like a tiny little hat. I don't know. Like a rhinestone <laughs> cowboy. There you go.
2: I think this metaphor kind of got away from you. Mm.
3: Yes, yes, it did. I
1: mean, when I w- when I was I took one more of my weekend day when I was out in Lancaster. I'm watching on face. I check I check Facebook like twice like twice a day while I was there, you know, and I noticed it was the same weekend as PAX, PAX East. And that Saturday it was snowing and one of my friends was out there and I was like, for once, I'm kind of glad I didn't go.
3: I joked that it was that my friends on who were born on April 9th had to do everything extra and have birthday confetti. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm, that's crazy. Okay. Oh man, it, it, it's been a while since I've sat in this seat, more or less. Has it? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Let's see. We are live tonight, week of April 10th, 2018, here on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9 30 p.m. Eastern with replay Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Jack Cleans, such Mark, Merck, chat. Chatzilla, can use IRC.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, VOG, V O G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork where there is information about the Network, and you can join us there. If you have Chatzilla, there's an IRC link that will bring you directly into our chat room and we're also on Discord. Follow us there at vognetwork.com slash discord and it'll bring you right into our Discord chat via the browser or the actual application. Either or, come through. And we are live, and check-ins are now live, so go ahead and earn your VOG points. If you're listening on our feed, there is a passphrase somewhere in here. When you hear it, head on over to vognetwork.com, put in a passphrase, and earn points. Easy. Simple. Effective. All right, uh, I, I need to find something real quick. Um, Huh. So let's go ahead and kick off our weekend day. Uh, let me adjust the volume so it doesn't blow out anybody's ear. Ari, uh, it's been
2: kind of a slow week all overall. Just work most like work throughout the week, and uh, you know just been tired and run down a lot. Ooh. but um, it was WrestleMania and a NXT takeover this past weekend, so that was good. Oh, okay. NXT was a much better show, I believe.
1: That's what everybody was saying. <clears throat>
2: and as it tends to be, the uh, trend. I mean, WrestleMania had its good points, but... There, it stalled out at the end, and people just... Uh, and It stalled out at the end, and it just started to wear thin. Especially because, you know, I had to... Uh, <clears throat> I had to leave early because, you know, I still had to get... Because it was only... It was getting close to 11 o'clock and there were still two more matches. Two more matches left in, like, five minutes into the one I was watching. And, you know, I still had to get some sleep before I went to work.
1: True, true.
2: (laughs) And I just watched what I missed on the uh, network the next day.
1: You had the WWE network?
2: Uh, My friend has it and the... Kept it logged in on my computer, my uh, PS4. Oh, that's not cool. that he minds.
1: That's really cool. I mean, just the hat. WrestleMania has has it always been like what five hours?
2: And that's not including the pre-show.
1: Yeah, I could have sworn two it, additional hours. Yeah, I could have sworn it always ended around 11, eleven, eleven thirty. I keep forgetting that shit goes to midnight. I was, I'm watching the reviews as I'm coming in. I'm just like, wait, it's still going. Oh, yeah, fuck. it was still going. Damn. Okay. Hmm.
2: But yeah, I'm just you know surviving at this point. I feel like.
1: Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Mm Mm-hmm.
2: So that's how things been going for me.
3: Okay.
1: Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day?
3: well hey guys um it's been pretty good uh getting ready for a trip um so i'm excited about that i'm gonna go out in, to portland and visit my chicken army um so that's exciting uh we're basically gonna go out to portland and hang out with some friends and then come home and it's basically straight into zenkaicon so much like last week um, I know I talked a lot about that last week, but it's, it that's literally what's been going on for me. wait, hold on, yeah, hold go on. Ahead.
1: I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, it's cool. I have something different for you, you know, for, for your trip out to the Midwest, out to the West. I, I, okay. th- I think we would change it up a little bit, you know? Okay. If this is the right. Yep.
3: Do you hear it? No, I don't. I don't know what's going on. Is it, like, the Portlandia opening, or? That's... Am I the only one that can hear this shit? Yeah. I think so.
1: Oh, Christ. I
3: couldn't hear Ari's music either. I just heard him talking. I can hear my music, but I don't know why the other music is acting up. Hold on. No problem. Now can you hear it? Yeah, but I can also hear myself echoing in your background. Oh.
1: Well, uh, I'll just flip it back around. I don't know what's causing it. It might be on my end. I'll have to double-check the network settings. I was playing the chicken dance for you.
3: Um, But yeah, so and and uh, I'm excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to go hit up things like Voodoo Donuts, for those of you who know about Voodoo Donuts. Mm. Um, we're going to hit up a bunch of other places, um, there's a really cool bookstore called Powell's, which is literally an old factory that's been modified to be a bookstore. And they have things like used books on photography and sewing and things like that that you can't really find a lot of places, even vintage books and things like that you can't that aren't in print anymore. Yeah. Definitely overfilled my suitcase last time we went because of all the books. And gonna hit up all the really cool fabric stores out that way, like Mills End and stuff like that. So I'm excited. Um, and we're also gonna hit up a steampunk tea cafe, so like a high tea. So oh. I've got a whole little outfit that I've made up just for that, and it's chicken themed. And I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> well, I, I I need to bring you to the way station so you can dress in steampunk, so that you can yes. um so you can check it out, and you might end up getting a free drink out of the deal.
3: That's cool. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm really, this is the first time I'm really doing, um, I want to say mine is more of a, it's kind of steampunk, but it's probably much more diesel punk. It is definitely very mm-hmm. chicken, um, chicken steampunk, if, if that is a sub, subculture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has chickens all over it and all this other stuff. It's just a really fun little outfit, so I'm really excited. So, okay. that's what's going on in my neck of the woods.
1: All right. But my weekend day has been interesting um, Did a lot of overtime work for pro- for a couple of upcoming projects at work Including this week, you know So things have brought us back to normal as of today But I actually went out of town I didn't really tell anybody where I was going But I was outed by the Facebook app When I went to check in at a local pizzeria Didn't realize it tagged my location So I went in and removed that But anywho I ended up uh, going out to Lancaster to visit a friend and hanging out, and she was showing me some of the cool stuff, so just so y'all know, when we get to Zenkai on Thursday, she's going to kind of sort of give us like a nerd walking tour, um, it, you go. there's a couple of amazing tea shops that's like a block and a half from the con.
3: That's exciting! I love tea! Well, the nice thing is, too, is that if you ever go to ZenkaiCon, guys, Lancaster is, um, the convention is right next to this really great Amish market that also has a bunch of indie mm-hmm. sellers that sell tea and coffee and all this lovely stuff, so you can get your hipster fair trade on. while Fuck also the short- hipster
1: trade bullshit! Maple bacon donuts? <laughs>
3: Yes, maple bacon donuts all the way. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's. I'm excited. I'm excited to go back to Lancaster, and I have three panels. So if you're gonna be there, look for cosplay shenanigans and fashion shenanigans. That's always me, all about the shenanigans.
1: So basically that. So that's what I did. So I kind of it was like a way for me to unwind, kind of get away, because I kind of stayed off social media for the most part, but I checked in on Facebook like. Once Friday night, twice on Friday, on Saturday, once on Sunday, and on the train ride home, I just sat there and watched I was watching old episodes of Hill Street Blues while trying to um like hotspot off of my phone because Amtrak Wi-Fi sucks donkey dick. God uh, That's basically has been my week and day. Um Anywho, I just wanted to drop in here real quick. You know, we, there has been talk of basically of, of Zenkai Khan. So I just wanted to let y'all know that Zankai Khan basically kicks off Anime Jam Sessions 2018. Well, we so if nobody does it, we, we will do it. A uh, convention tour. Um, you will find us at Zankai Castle Point. Clovercon, Anime Next, Otacon, Liberty City, AAC, Anime NYC, a couple of others. That is a tentative list. Some of those may change, which is why we don't have it listed on our website, but I really should add it just because, but you know, If you see us at any of these upcoming cons, come by, say hi. If you're in cosplay, we'll take a picture. It's fun stuff. It's what we do. All right. Um, We're going to go ahead and kick things off with our first break. And when we get back, we're going to get into the thicket of things. And I hope you like the music. So, we'll be back. ooh now we're back um okay Uh, I'm for some reason everything is fine on my end RayJay is saying that something's up with the audio let me double check something um right, level levels are okay um oh okay okay there we go there we go settings were slightly off so but still that shouldn't make any difference so If you missed something on the show, relax, it was picked up fine by the podcast and it'll be on the syndication feed. So, just a thought. My friend just made a post saying that she had to go ahead and get her dog Zelda fixed. So, I said basically, well, there goes the Triforce of Wisdom. (coughs) Ouch. (laughs) Just remember, as the, the quote-unquote trope one of the tropes is, is courage, wisdom, and power. Link holds courage, Zelda holds wisdom, and Ganon holds power. If you follow the eight, the late eighty, the eighties cartoon, you know.
2: The late eighties cartoon forgot about the third Triforce, and it was just two of them. Mm. It wasn't very, uh, it wasn't a very good cartoon
1: says you
3: <laughs> I happen to like that cartoon now now Ronma. Uh-uh. no need to let your fandom show no I'm kidding <laughs>
1: <laughs> so my friend commented back on that she says uh, what is she? She says, What are you implying? She's my sister, and I don't get bonded in the misery of this surgery. Ha ha, we are immensely, immensely filled with wisdom. We don't need a sticking triforce. Well, maybe the dog's not filled with so much wisdom. <laughs> oh, god, man, listen. Anywho, let, let's start things off. I hate to start things off on a sad note, but. Sorry, can, can can we get kind of get this out the way real quick?
2: Okay. Oops. <clears throat> uh, director and Studio Ghibli co-founder Isayo Takahata has passed away. He pit pa- he passed away in a Tokyo hospital on Thursday. He was 82. The Japanese website Sanspo and NTV News reported the news, and both cited unnamed related parties who said the Takahata had been in declining health since last summer. Takahata joined Toei. De- Duga, now towing animation, in 1959 after graduating from the University of Tokyo. He had a long career directing such classics as Little Norse Prince Valiant, Alps no Shoju Heidi, Anne of the Green Gables, and Panda Go Panda before he co-founded Studio Ghibli with Miyazaki. He wanted to create feature films Grave of the Fireflies, Only Yesterday, *Pom Poco, and My Neighbors the Yamadas. Hmm. Takahata's final film as director was Atelier Prin- Princess Kaguya, which debuted in 13, 2013. He told interne- Takahata told Entertainment News website Variety in 2016 I have several projects that I still have in mind I'm currently working on to get closer to realizing. What those will be finalized as films is something that no one myself can know. Well, I guess we
1: won't be knowing now, will we? Hmm. Unless he had them written down or something.
3: Yeah, a lot of times when it comes to people of note or people of, I mean, even just general people, if they kept a journal or something, I'm sure, especially if he was a, like, he was a producer and and everything with a few of these things. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's documentation, um, if there's, unfortunately, a lot of older studios in Japan tend to still be paper oriented. Like, even though we have computers and things like that, they tend to still be storyboards or paper and all this other stuff's paper. So it might take a little digging, but if there is anything, I'm sure that they'll do like a posthumous look over his documentation and stuff like that and see if there's anything he had in his heart that he was still working on before he passed away.
1: Well, there is a follow-up to this. Um, He... Pa- um. Let's see, uh, Isao Takahata, uh, he passed from lung cancer at 1:19 a.m. on Thursday at Taikyo University Hospital. Uh, there will be a wake and funeral for close relatives. Uh, the family is politely refusing all offers of gifts, uh, messages, or gifts of condolence. There will be a public farewell gathering for Takahata on May 15th, and it will have more details much later. So Hayao Miyazaki decided that he in the studio will hold, hold a grand farewell gathering in remembrance of him. That's really nice.
2: He's just as important to the studio as he was, so yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, in that kind of studio, you're everybody's family. Like, even if you're just, like, the intern that's, like, slaving over the newest animation, you you're still, or getting coffee for everyone, you're still family to them. So I can definitely see that being a really deep, like, scar that's going to take some time to heal. Mm -hmm. um and and with him gone you know i I don't know maybe miyazaki will get more involved again that that sounds kind of uh kind of like a big thing that's gonna be going on for the next probably the next few years if not the next few months for sure yeah
1: definitely
3: and onto and going from
1: sadder things to annoying things well, semi-annoying. I, I I get what they're trying to do, but, you know. <sighs> Japanese government plans to ask net providers to block unauthorized manga sites. That's almost like, you know, like the cap, the gaming cafes in China where, certain, where a lot of stuff is blocked. I'm like, that's, wow. The Manishi Shimbun uh, paper reported on Friday that the Japanese government plans to ask ISPs in Japan to block unauthorized manga sites that upload manga, magazines, and other scanned content to make him viewing without respective copyright holders' permission. The report added that the government will be holding an anti-crime cabinet meeting with an official announcement expected within the month. According to the report, the government plans to name three pirate websites, two of which are, are supposedly operated from China and other countries, and that despite regulations from investigation by authorities, the sites can be viewed and browsed from Japan. Uh, according to the report, it was noted that there is no clear legal precedent on, for asking providers to block access to the websites, and that the move may prove unconstitutional due to violating privacy of communication and functioning censorship. According to Article 21 of the Constitution of Japan, it states that no, it states freedom of assembly and association as well as speech, press, and all forms of communication are guaranteed. No censorship shall be maintained nor shall the secrecy of any means of communication be violated. Why can't we have something like that in our Constitution? I mean, really.
3: Um, I mean, as far as
1: let me finish.
3: Okay. No problem. Yeah. I I
1: it should go, I know, I know, but I want to get this out. And then you can just go, well, let me tell you something, you know? <laughs> the government, however, plans to use the argument that pirated content harms publishers and content creators, and the site blocking will be allowed under the averting present danger article of Japan's penal code. According to the report, the hit counts on these, th- these sites have increased since last August when the sites became well more known. Sales of digital comics in Japan began to drop in the same month after seeing a steady rise since 2012. According to Japan's Content Overseas Distribution Access, CODA has told the government that between September, 27th to, September 2017 and February of this year, piracy has in elected an estimated amount of 400 billion yen which changes over to about 3.72 billion dollars worth of damage to copyright holders in japan the government is also considering law against leech sites which aggregate and provide links to other sites that host pirated content chief cabinet secretary yoshihide suga also announced at a press conference on march 19th that the government is considering all possible ways to combat manga pirate sites including site blocking okay I get it, and I understand it. Part of the reason why there's so much piracy is because people are cheap. Nobody wants to pay this. Even if stuff is practically cheap, some people just don't want to pay for it. I mean, it's cheaper to get a digital subscription. You can access it at any time, but, you know.
3: Well, and you have to think about it, too, is that all of these sites, like a bunch of these sites are probably coming from China. So when it comes to pirating we kind of know that a lot of the bigger websites that do the piracy and things like that are usually in china or in countries that are right outside of the like the penal codes and the constitutional codes for said countries like they said they they have their own constitution and stuff in japan which will assist on their side but the downside is people who can hack and get past like the I don't know sanctions and stuff like that on websites to protect their data and their digital copies and things like that or people who are just copying um paper like graphic novels um it's going to be really hard to quash that um I mean it's a good it's a good stance towards it um it's a really weird thing how they're using the avert averting present danger article of Japan's penal code cuz I mean, it harms content creators and publishers. But I don't know. I guess it's just it's just such a weird penal code to apply to it. Um, I feel like there's going to be more of a crackdown in the coming years. But um, it's it's going to be a matter of squashing anthills, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Where, like, you squash one anthill and then a queen sets up another anthill... You squash that anthill, another anthill sets up. So unless you didn't they say grow, that
2: you, you cut off one head, two more have grown its place. Exactly,
3: no. like a Hydra. Um, basically, uh because there are just so many people that can make money doing this. And you know, there were those kind of businesses back in the day because that was what was easy to do. It was cheap. You you aren't making any of the content. You don't have to make your own content. So obviously. You don't have to do much work. All you have to do is scan it and copy it and let everybody in, Um, which really kind of sucks. But, I mean, I understand why people want to read the content and, and how it could be justified that if you're reading the free content, well, you're a fan. So then you'll go and buy the merchandise or you'll support them a different way. But coming from the opposite side of that, knowing a lot of artists and illustrators and people who do it and make a living off of the art that is pirated, even English art gets pirated um, by China, um, it, it can hurt them a lot. Even just that one illustration you buy on a red ticket item from Wish app on China and it's got someone's illustration on it you know, it's still stealing um, intellectual property, so that's my two cents.
1: Makes sense, and I and I totally get that. And it's something that we've discussed here before. Whether it's Japan, U.S., whatever, piracy will all pirates will always pirate. They'll always find a way to get something for free. Now, if they block, they somehow find a way to block these sites. What's going to happen is. People just increase file sharing through share sites like OneDrive, Dropbox, and Google Drive. And even those sites have rules on what you can share and not share. And sometimes it's not hard to put copyrighted content on these shared sites and share it and stay under the radar. Crazy, ain't it? Yep. (sighs) Anywho,
3: um... Ichigo, what's up with Tenchi? So, going on from something to annoy you to something you might love, (laughs) Mm. Funimation Entertainment announced at Chicago's C2E2 on Friday that the license uh, of I, Tenchi Muyo, but the live-action Assassination Classroom or Ansatsu Kyoshitsu films are available for home video. So, Funimation will release I, Tenchi Muyo on July 10th and release Ah, uh, will include both the English and Japanese audio. Um, the story for I Tenchi Muyo is thanks to Washu, my favorite character. The universe has been thrown into chaos, and it's up to Tenchi to clean up this mess, per usual. But to do so, he's going to undercover, going undercover as a teacher to an all-girls school, harem anyone? What awaits him beyond the attention of cute girls at this not-so-ordinary school? And will he be able to balance timelines and trouble that comes with his latest adventure? Join the harem and the fun in this series of shorts. In addition to its new cast of characters, Aitenchimoyo will also feature returning characters such as Ryoko and Aika. Original anime series premiered in October 2014 and ran for 65-minute f- episodes, and character designer Suzuhito Yasuda, from Darabara or Yozakura Quartet, designed the characters for the anime, and Hiroshi Nagishi, Tenshi Universe and Saber Marionette J, returned to the franchise to direct it, A.I.C. Funimation will release Assassination Classroom on August 7th, and the release will have Japanese audio with English subtitles. The description of the films, The killer manga comes to life in this two-part movie series. Join the students of Class 3E as they learn to become proper assassins and try to kill their teacher. But he's no ordinary instructor. He's a tentacled creature with a thirst for destruction. And while they train to take him out quickly, they learn there's more to Koro-sensei than the will to kill, which could put a damper on their mission. The films open in Japan in um they opened in japan rather in march 2015 and march 2016 and the second film portrayed the manga's ending spoilers Mm. funimation has also licensed both television and anime series adaptation of yusei Matsui's original manga as well as the assassination classroom movie 365 days time compilation film and koro sensei's quest web anime the company has not yet confirmed if it will release Koro Sensei Quest short film that screamed alongside the compilation films. Um, and the Assassination Classroom film that is been, has been licensed is the live action one. So this is not the anime. This is the live action. Just a heads up for clarification. But it looks exciting.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. So two things. Number one, Funimation, it's about time. Number two. Are we gonna chip in and buy this for Mako-chan?
2: How badly will she want it?
1: It's Tenchi Muyo. It's her. It's like her main fandom. Or did you forget that she cosplays Washu?
2: No, I haven't forgotten that. Okay. I, mean, I haven't
3: forgotten she's oh. cos- cosplayed Washu. I feel like I feel like I would let her maybe get into it and see how much she wants it before we chip in and get it. And maybe it's not some like there are parts of series that sometimes we don't love so much.
1: The all the all new Tenchi Muyo, the Shin Tenchi Muyo OVAs. What the fuck was that all about?
3: So hey, yes, we know, as, Mako
2: probably has money aside to get this herself.
3: You know, I mean, it's not bad, maybe for like birthday gift or Christmas in the coming months or something. But I'd say let's see what her response to it is before we go out and purchase it for her. And she's not as happy with it if instead instead of getting her like a Washu figurine or something like that.
1: Ichigo, let me tell you something. She could sit there and completely hate Tenshi Muyo. She would still buy it because it's her fandom. She loves the series as a whole.
2: Okay. Well, you got to be able to to, uh, criticize that what you love.
1: Exactly. I mean... It's true. It's true. Let me think about it. There are probably there are, in our our various fandoms. There are probably some episodes or series in there that was total garbage. Case in point, Gundam Seed. If you're a Gundam fan,
3: I didn't mind it. I liked the animation.
1: I was joking.
3: Oh, I have this, CD. Um, shame.
1: <laughs> God. All right. Um, let's see now. Um, oh, hey, it's back over to me. And I think Winamp is going to crash on us again. And I am not too thrilled about that. So just so you know, if the stream suddenly drops, it's Winamp crashing. So I'm going to see if I can click on this so I can pull up a track to play in the background and see if I can get, wait for it to respond. Nope. Winamp is crashing. Sorry.
2: Fucking Winamp again.
1: I think they reinstalled Jet Audio and cause you can use Jet Audio to do streams. I might have to start using that or Sam Broadcaster again. Uh, I just wish they would hurry up and put out the brand new Winamp that's been in production for like the last two, three years. Because Radionomy bought Winamp from AOL and said they were going to redo it and take out all of the old stuff that belonged to AOL and get it just right. So, yeah. And we're back onto onto the feed here. So, I am going to actually pull up the playlist. So, at least we'll have it. There we go. So again, I apologize about that, de- that lull, uh, when it crashed, it's not too much we can really do. Um, there is an alternate for different applications one can use for street, for, not streaming, but, um, for, um, yeah, for audio streaming. I may have to take a look into that and see what I can work with here. So. Let's see, which one do, which song do I want? Okay, I think I want that, because I don't think there's a karaoke version of this song, and if there is, I just don't know where it is on my damn computer, and 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 I should know that, because I'm such a big fan of this series. But, anywho, of course the audio goes through the speakers. Live radio, boys and girls. Live radio. There we go. Close and here we go. There we go. I wish it was more Rodma One Half, but it's not. But it's something that's just as good. Cause Rumiko Takahashi is working on a brand new project. Yay! Hooray! I have to watch Renee because I heard it was so good. The combined
3: well, war- hmm? oh, I was gonna say. Well, I just introduced um uh, John to Ranma half, so I've been rewatching the whole series. About time, Akane. Well, Ranma, if you weren't such a baka,
1: <sighs> at least I can cook. Seethe. <laughs> I think you gotta get John to dress up as Ryoga. That would be awesome.
3: We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to try. I, I'm i not sure if he wants to do uh, uh, Ryoga or Kuno. Either or. I think
1: it would be fun just to see this go down. Uh, yes. The combined May and June issue of the Sekuru Shupan's Sekuru Magazine noted that Sunday, that Rumiko Takahashi is planning to start on something new real soon. The comment was a part of an article about week Weekly Shonen Sunday Titles. In her career of over three decades, Rumiko Takahashi created such great series such as Yorisei Yatsura, Maisonikoku, Mermaid Saga, Rumik Theater, Ranma One Half, One Pound Gospel, and that bastard Inuyasha. (laughs) Many of her works became internationally popular and inspired anime and live-action adaptations. Most recently, Takahashi ended her Rene manga, in December, and the 40th and final volume shipped in Japan back in January. Takahashi drew a one shot title called Nani Monai and Big Comic in February. She debuted a new one shot for her Rumic Theater series on Thursday. Wow. I-, I-, I gotta find out where it's streaming. I wouldn't surprise you if it's Hulu. No well yeah. Looks like Hulu and Crunchyroll has it. I'll figure it out one way or another. I'll check it out. I like I said
3: I've heard good things about it. Even like even the the series from her that are kind of like rated badly, I've never been displeased with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have, I would have liked to
1: seen one pound gospel be more than a single shot OVA.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have some weird, I have some weird experiences related to Rumiko, so she's very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: like what kind of weird experiences?
3: Okay, so like I went to Ichiban Con, I think years and years ago, and I was dressed as Sango from Inuyasha. and um the we were we were at my my wife is a mermaid there was a panel for it and for like her newer series coming out and some of her old stuff so i went to the panel and the panelists didn't show up so like we all started talking amongst ourselves but i kind of led the discussion because everyone else was afraid of it so that was kind of my first time doing an unofficial panel It was a very weird experience.
2: (laughs) Still sounds pretty cool.
3: Yes, indeed. It was was awesome, because it was that, you know, like the young weebs, like getting together and banding over, like, just sharing their happiness over Rumiko's works. So, I was really excited.
1: And for the the longest, uh, Mako-chan's been trying to get me to cosplay Moroku with her. Because she does Sango. So... I guess it'll happen eventually. Keyword. Eventually. Keyword. Yes. Keyword. Eventually.
3: Yeah. That's how a lot of stuff happens.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. What else What else is up on the docket? Okay. I think things are coming now with Pokemon Go.
3: So, Ichigo, won't you tell us about that? I'm going to get right on that. So yeah, the Niantic Pokemon Go for those of you who are still playing the game. Uh yeah. Um there are I,
1: so I, many people that are still playing Pokemon.
3: I mean, I was for a while. I'm sure they still have my account information, but I just got like, I don't know, we even have a Pokemon Go group around here for like walking around with people Ooh. who are like-minded and all that other stuff. But I haven't played in a while because I I'm bored and I'm a fatty. <laughs> Did you and say I like you're my house? Did you just say you're bored and a fatty? Yes, like I'm bored with it. I'm sorry. There are certain like there are certain times I'll get bored with a game. Like you you download the newest and hottest craze and then you play it for a few months. You That's know. Nice you, off.
0: You yeah, get over
3: it. yeah. You, you just get over it. I mean. There's some stuff that they've been adding on, and I think it's really great that they've been expanding it and making it more fun. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like it's just become every other walking app to me. And so I just get bored <laughs> with it.
1: I might go back to it later. Oh, shit. It's funny that you said that because one of my friends, uh, Chris Gary, that's what he calls He calls it a glorified walking app. And I'm like. And I want to argue and say that it's not, but the man is right. Pokemon Go is a glorified walking app. It gets, I'm not trying to, it gets fat people out of their their seats and out of their and out of their basements to go walk. And six months later, they look like they went to the John
3: Cena School of Wrestling, okay? Not like that, though. Actually, the way that you lose weight when you walk is just from your bottom half. So you could still be fat you will swinging... just have real thick legs. I don't know. I mean, as you when I walk, I'm
1: swinging my arms, and if I'm holding my and if I'm holding my phone, look, my I'm swinging my arms switching back and forth.
3: Yeah, that that 5-ounce phone is real gonna it's gonna make you 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 thick af. Yeah. Do you
1: know how after a while that shit gets tiring, goddammit. it. <laughs> what
3: do you have like a piccolo weighted phone? Yes. Like it's weighted close. Have you seen women? Have
1: you seen girls with the Decora phone cases? If that's not a weight, I don't know what is.
3: I make those. I definitely so, understand what you're coming. Well, from. all right
2: then. Yep. The, uh, yeah, the, uh, it's like um, five pounds. Left. Charger that my friend bought me. It's, it looks like the size of a VHS cassette.
3: I got a chunkier turbo charger for my phone, and that's like the biggest charger I have. Um, but anyway. Going on about Pokemon Go, for those of you still playing, uh, Niantic to earmark uh, $1,575,000 for reimbursement claims. Mm. Um, Or $100,000, rather. Um, The TechCrunch website reported on March 31st that Niantic is settling a class action lawsuit brought against the company seeking monetary damages to recover travel expenses for Niantic's Pokemon Go Fest event last July, if you guys remember that dumpster fire, according to TechCrunch's article, oh,
1: oh, 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 uh, uh, dumpster fire—that's a nice way of putting it. I knew people that were there, friends, and people with the company that was there. Oh my! They lost go- their
2: shit over it, didn't they? I
1: I I cannot repeat what they told me, but let's just—he signed an NDA. It's not even that. You know how it is. If some event's going on and your friend tells you about it and you realize there's shit that went down and nobody else really knows and you run your mouth about it, it's not hard for it to trace back.
3: Just oh yeah, it's save. not hard to trace back to you. But like, it's like that it's Fire Island party or whatever. Um, but Niantic will earmark $1,575,000 to reimburse airfare, hotel costs, parking fees, and other costs that attendees may have accrued while attending the event. Um, they basically already offered to refund all ticket costs for attendees and offered attendees, uh, U.S. $100 in in-game currency. Um, they also reported that Niantic will launch a website for the settlement on May 25th, and the company will also send an email to attendees to notify them when the website launches. The report further noted that those who will claim reimbursement as part of the settlement will need to check, to have checked into the event through the game. So basically like you can't be some dirtbag that's just like I attended the event I would like my neckbeard money yes thank you and um neckbeard money i don't know it just makes me think of that it's like that's the kind of guy i imagine would be like i'm indignant they owe me money who claim more than $107 will need to present receipts any remaining money after all the claims have been processed will be split evenly as donations to the Illinois Bar Foundation Um, and the non-profit organization, Chicago Run. Uh, The game was held, the event was held in Grant Park in Chicago on July 22nd, and it was hampered by cellular networks, surprise there, that prevented many attendees from participating in the day's activities. Niantic clarified during the event that the root cause of the issue was related to the game's servers, as well as the cellular network inability to handle the number of participants. Um, Niantic offered refunds for the price of mission in Pokecoins worth $100 and a Lugia Pokemon which I believe can only be won still by raids and stuff like that mm. um, yeah in general this was the event that they basically got foiled a lot because they didn't have enough server farms to accommodate the amount of people playing the game because they didn't realize how many fans of Pokemon there were in what? the world and how do yeah. they not know that? Well, not be- oh, look i i'm
1: per, i don't know if I should say this, maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. This is what happens when you have a bunch of nerds running a company and half of those nerds don't know how to talk and communicate with other fucking people if niantic if, if Niantic actually had someone like a rep or something like that that knows how to translate nerd speak to regular talk, we wouldn't have this problem.
3: Well, Ranma, they do because they used to be Niantic, which was basically a social app. And they're still Niantic, you know. Oh, well, like they had an app before that was a social gathering app. It just wasn't that large of a
1: scale. No, 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 no. you talk talking about Ingress. Ingress is almost as popular as Pokemon Go. A lot of the maps and everything came from Ingress. So yes,
3: yeah, yeah a lot cool. of the the game, uh, the game, and setup and, manual, set yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff came from Ingress. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played that for a little while too. But again, I think I think a lot of it was just because they weren't expecting as big of an influx of players that mm-hmm. they didn't anticipate the popularity of Pokemon. It's not even that. When they started getting people to buy, to
1: go for the register, I think the, it was, they had, I think it was like, what, $25 to go to the event or something like that?
3: Yeah, it wasn't a super absorbent, like, uh, yeah. exorbitant yeah. price for attending the event. Yeah, it, was, it was just a matter of people spent yeah. money and traveling the days off of work and all this other stuff. But they so should have they
1: should have capped it at a certain amount of people, and that was it. And then once they capped it, it even says here about the cellular networks they should have been they should have had signal boosters throughout throughout the area to
3: help support this. That's true, and I mean I think a lot of it too is maybe that they didn't have the funding and stuff quite yet to anticipate buying all the servers and stuff because mm-hmm. they were able to patch bugs and patch system problems and stuff on what they had and, and what and what they could have done
1: was see if they if they had the with the signal boosters they could have put in a wi-fi feature and just locked the wi-fi down just to that area just for pokemon data because you could log into a router and be like okay you could block all these sites except for this and secure it that's what they should have done or just left it unsecured. But when you connect to this Wi-Fi router, this Wi-Fi network, you can only access Pokemon stuff. You know, that's what they should have done.
3: Well, it also could have been that the event wasn't planned well yeah, enough in yeah. advance to do something like mm-hmm. that. And that you
1: know, that's I, business, unfortunately. I, I think that's, it's more like that it wasn't properly planned. It's sort of yeah. like when you stand there with your squat, And you we've all been there, like at work or whatever. When you see that lunch rush or that evening rush and you're like, we got this, right? And then you realize... You don't got this. You're all boned.
3: Yeah, QF3, like one of your servers goes home.
2: Like, yeah, we got this. QFD, it's always something about a splash screen that says they didn't have this.
3: Oh yeah, like you run out of your, your biggest selling item, and you get angry customers, and then somebody goes home because they trip or something, and so you're short-staffed. Yeah, no, it, it, it sounds like it was just a cluster F. And some, and, and and some f- asshole tries to
2: dive through the drive through window because it's <laughs> nuggets fat, fast enough, or so sauce so fast so enough. Crazy
3: for his
1: nuggets. You know, it's like, we got this! And you're like, oh fuck. God. Okay. Uh all right now I wasn't really a fan of this anime. I watched a few episodes of it. I could not get into it. I have friends who absolutely loved um Osamasu san, but like Mako. yeah, and my sister Holly, um, and for a while, seeing the, um, seeing the uh, people walking around with the, uh, with the hoodies, with the the different colored hoodies with the Otomatsu San logo, you know, that was pr- popular for a little bit. But Ari, tell us what happened.
2: Uh well, let's see. Uh, many Japanese viewers have apparently feel that the second season of the anime failed in comparison to the first. A lot of buzz surrounded the first season, but fans season seemed to lose their enthusiasm as the second scene, season progressed. <clears throat> creator, yep, creator Yagi Ye- 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 Yamada. <clears throat> creator Yamada believes he knows this caused the sequel to flop. Series initially set out to make fun of Fujoshi, but ultimately won them over. Oh. This caused the staff of co- the show to grow self-conscious about how the show had become the thing it was parodying, so re- they resorted to vulgar jokes and non sequiturs, but this became re- repetitive and unfunny. Yamada explained that one contributing factor to anime's ultimate bomb stats was a two-year gap between the premiere of the first season in October 2015 and the second season in 2017. Aspects of production changed between these seasons, and while the first season had three scriptwriters, Shu Matsubara alone provided the script for the second season. Yeah, he wasn't overworked at all, was he? (laughs) Mm. The difference in prediction of the second season led the story composition to fall short. That led to the anime having a style in which its jokes essentially had no pop punchlines. As an example, Yamada explained that this is, that, that is a goal of Pop Team Epic. However, Yamada believes that what the type of gag is presented in Mr. Osamats, it led to the impression that the jokes were failing. Yamada believes that Matsubara became more aware of this issue than anyone else. Therefore, he resorted, resorted to things like dirty jokes leading to the anime's <laughs> downfall. With the first season, the anime, s- the anime staff focused on a meta perspective that made fu- fun of the type of anime that Fujoshi like. They wanted to poke fun at women who tend to be infatuated by anime characters, and the staff worked to compose the series with that goal in mind. However, the first season succeeded with the Fujoshi audience despite this goal because they could laugh at themselves. And the final season of Mr. Ozumatsu aired on March 26. You know, last time we saw a uh, saw a character, we saw something like this happen. You know, I know Hideaki had a fucking nervous breakdown.
1: Mm. And everybody continued to love Evangelion. No, yeah. no, no! Everyone
2: continued to love super creepy and uncomfortable Ray, that whose
1: too. entire
2: whose entire purpose was to be super creepy and uncomfortable.
1: That too. So,
2: I imagine that he, they were both screaming at it like, "We are! Like the point is here!" You are over there somewhere. You know, like not missing the point, but actively going out of your way to avoid it. If that makes sense.
1: Oh, it does make sense. But I will say Pop Team Epic is friggin' annoy is friggin' amazing, so Also
2: I saw a chrono trigger reference in, in one clip I saw online, so I was I was, you know, glad to see that. Cool.
1: Sorry, I I just shared this link on my personal Facebook. Um, someone re- redrew all the Final Fantasy Seven characters in the style of Disney.
2: Yeah, I saw that too.
1: Only only Barrett looks nice. Only Barrett. I mean, <laughs> Sephiroth isn't bad, but it's like, wait, what? And as and Michael Chow saying it's already done in a Disney style. It's called Kingdom Hearts. Well, that doesn't really count. That's more Square than it is uh, Disney. You know.
3: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com, use the passphrase mustache. And then there's that one
1: picture of John Cena looking like All Might. <laughs> and the scary part is it fits so well. So anyway. but you can't
2: but wait, you can't see All Might? Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Ba, 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 ba.
3: I don't know. All Night always looks like a giant owl to me, but I feel like that's part of the reason his character design is the way it is. It's it's the hair. That's what it is. I just always imagine him getting ready to, like, pop out and be like, who? And everybody would be like, All Night. I don't know. All Night Long? Oh, oh, no. (laughs) No. I I guess,
1: you know, I guess I would make a... Miteria, um one of the one of the kids in the audience that John Cena gives his gives his um hat is like his
3: towel shirt or cap to, you know. So he like busts out of a wall that's got like all my printed all over it, and the kid's like ah, mm-hmm. and flops his hat on his head.
1: What do you think about it? that? That kind of would make to me, Deku does kind of give off a Miz personality in a way, but anywho. Enough about that and I have to finish watching pop team epic that that is some real cracked out shit. So uh, Let's see what's on the docket. I, I think that's it. So let me pull this up. Let me adjust the music and Cypher strange news from Japan. Sometimes I really want Mako trying to leave like a little note in regards to these news. When um when she's not gonna be here, like, dear guys, I'm not gonna be here because of whatever reason. I left Ichigo or Wild Spice in charge of y'all. Enjoy the articles, and then we just bitch about it for the rest of the show because she kind of went balls
3: deep, you know. I'm not babysitting anybody. Y'all Ooh. in charge of yourselves.
1: Okay, then I guess we'll go into your living room and totally destroy it.
2: <sighs> while while queuing up fight for you at the party, unironically.
3: <laughs> <But beast>. <laughs> I liked the Beastie Boys too. Now you've ruined it.
1: <laughs> no sleep till Brooklyn, or in this case, Ichigo's house. Well, y'all got an eight-hour drive. Better start now.
2: Mm. Can I take the first one now at least? Oh, sure. Police in Japan arrest a woman on suspicion of a literal ass-kicking. Uh, let's see. A 23-year-old man working a mobile phone shop in Hyogo Prefecture's Hamagasaki sitting near Kobe didn't get much in the way of respect from one of his customers last Saturday night. Shortly before 7 p.m., a 27-year-old woman walked into the store wanting to buy a phone and sign up for service. In addition to filling out some paperwork, the clerk told her she had to show some sort of ID, which really isn't an unreasonable requirement. After all, the whole point of having a mobile phone is that you can take it anywhere, so proving that name and address you give are legitimate is kind of important. <clears throat> However, the woman didn't have a driver's license, around, nor was she able to produce any alternate form of our identification. Mm. So instead, according to the Hilgo Prefecture Police police's Amagasaki precinct she began kicking the clerk in the ass unfortunately for her proof that she is a woman with a sturdy foot who's prone to violence is still too vague to function as legal identification so instead of giving her a phone the shop used her own to contact the police who formally arrested the woman on next next day on suspicion of assault for her part the woman has denied the charges saying I don't know if I kicked the clerk or not (laughs) Uh, That depends will probably be about as effective as her attempt to circumvent the store's ID requirement though since I'm not sure which exact appendages I use when I launch myself as a ball of fury at someone who was just doing his job generally isn't seen as a valid excuse in the eyes of the law.
1: So let me get this straight. So because she didn't have ID she decided to mollywop the employee for doing his job.
2: What's Japanese for, I don't get it paid enough for this shit? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's what Google Translator's for. I I mean, like, that is such a weird thing to occur. I don't... I've had weird-ass customers, but I've never had one try to kick me in the ass. <sighs> and... And then the fact that she can't remember it, like, like, I don't recall.
1: Shall we move on?
2: Okay. So I guess you got the next one, Ramen. Oh, shit. Run, Ram- Oh, shit.
3: Oh, sh- yeah, yeah, you, you do. do. I, 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 Why don't I, I, I just
2: call I... you Ramen?
3: Mmm, delicious ramen. Hey,
1: hey, hey. I I guess I totally zoned out right there and didn't realize, so... My bad, squad. My bad on that one. You uh, were just imagine being
3: kicked in the butt.
1: Uh, or looking at your... Actually, it was more like me staring at a frying pan of your food with a gun
3: to my head. Oh, no. That's not good. Don't joke about that, Ranma. Oh.
1: Alright. You know, I, I kind of feel this guy. Kind of. Because, in case y'all don't know, I am a... Me... Probably Ichigo, definitely Mako. We're fans of NCIS, so we're kind of sad that Polly Perrette is leaving the show after, like, 14 years, which is really
3: understandable,
1: and I totally get that.
3: Abby and Ducky, the only reasons. No, I'm kidding. Oh, Ducky's retiring, too. I know. It's so sad. I mean, I'm just glad I like Gibbs Mm. and McGee. I think once... Um, Mark Harmon
1: is done with this. Is done. I think that's when they should just wrap it up.
3: Well, wrap it up or start it for a new target market and create a whole new team. They did. It's called NCIS uh, New Orleans. Oh yeah, I haven't. I need to watch more of it. It is actually pretty good to to be like the the statue holder of of NCIS, the torch holder of it. It's not a bad show. I actually enjoy it mostly because I love their Technical analyst, because she's just super amazing. I want They're bossly. I wanted to bring in another
1: jag, but anywho, a Japanese man attempted to commit samurai-style seppuku in front of his favorite idol. Wow! It seems that um, a Taiwanese international idol Dora has announced her. Her, uh, her retirement and a 48 year old Japanese man was so devoted to the idol that he that he was consumed by suicidal thoughts when when he found out that she was retiring so he traveled to Taiwan to see her final performance at the Nankang Software Park in Taipei So after watch, but what happened was after watching for the last time and speaking with her personally, he was so struck with despair that he would never see her perform again that he chose to commit suicide right before her.
2: That's I'm sure that's exactly what she wanted to see.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah,
2: she's in the middle of giving some you know touching speech about how she she loved her fans, all and just sees a guy with a sword and just, in the middle of it, just goes, WHAT THE
1: FUCK?! It wasn't even a sword, though. I know. It was a fruit knife. The man kneeled on the ground and tried to disembowel himself in traditional sepulchre. Nearby bystanders quickly came to his aid and uh, Idol I Singadora called the police who removed the knife from his possession and questioned him. He could not speak any Mandarin, but explained his feelings in halted English, confessing to suicidal thoughts and depression because of Dora's retirement. Thankfully, the wounds were shallow, the man survived, though he was taken to a nearby hospital for treatment and observation. This is a little back knowledge. Dora, who is also known as Zhou Yingxing, Is a small-time internet idol with with a little over 134,000 followers. I wouldn't call that small. But her pretty features and cute voice seem to completely won over fans' hearts. After the incident, she posted on her Facebook page: "Life is precious. Please don't do anything to make your family and friends worry." But this is not the last time, first or last time we've had we've talked about stuff like this, like. There was a one fan who stabbed his idol more than 20 times. Uh. With such events on the rise and idol groups like AKB48 maintaining dominance on popularity charts, it might be time for the entertainment industry to consider not only the safety and well-being of the celebrities, but the cultural and social implications of idol culture that has grown among their fans. Yes. Because if these uh, these idols can't have relationships or anything, and then they find out there's a secret relationship going on, the fans will totally lose their shit. Wow.
3: I mean, I feel like she handled it the best way you could in that instance where she sent out the public mail about not making your family worry about you. I mean, it's not good to like make the victim feel like it's their fault or something, but... I feel like it's good that she's like, make sure that you're not making your family worried and, and everything like that, and, and try and um, get help if you need it, kind mm-hmm. of. That's that's how I took her message, was Same. basically, if you need help, go get help.
1: Totally got that. Alright, there you go. You
3: said you wanted the last one, so... Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Um, This will come into play. Um, Japanese Candy Factory plays thank you constantly over speakers, so its snacks will taste good. Video shows how 1,500 thank yous per minute go into the making of Tamago Bros. Talk to just about any successful Japanese business person, and they'll tell you how important gratitude is. No matter how good a product it makes, a company can't succeed without the support of its employees and customers. But very few companies are committed to saying thank you as Takeda Sekai, or Seka, there we go, a confectioner based in the town of Inuyama in Aichi Prefecture. Takeda's big seller is Tamago Bros, a bite-sized biscuit shaped like a little eggs or tamago in Japanese. And if you visit the factory where they're made, in the addition to the sound of the production line, you'll hear Arigato or thank you played on a constant loop from the loudspeakers. Roughly fifteen years ago, Takeda's then president decided he wanted the company Candy to be serenaded by an expression of thanks as a reminder that it's the staff, hard work, and their customer base's continued purchases that keep the company going. So the company recorded a chorus of fifty children saying Arigato and started playing it in the factory. A policy the current management has kept in place. It's not like the speakers are set up at only a single designated point on the production line, however. Arigato can be heard in the mixing, cooking, inspection, and packaging areas, as well as the warehouse where the finished products are stored for shipping. The looped audio has children saying arigato approximately once every two seconds and then multiplied by the 50 children that are involved. That means Tamago Boro are told thank you about 1,500 times a minute. Because of that, Takeda bills its sweets as candy that's heard thank you 1 million times. Though since, it would actually only take about 12 hours to reach that number, it's likely the real number is higher than that. And whether this actually makes it taste any better, it's hard to prove. But the company has been in business since 1952 so it must be doing something right. If you'd like to give Takeda one more thing to be thankful about, the candy can be ordered online on their website. And for those of you who love Japanese confections, the Tamagoboro are very similar to Hello Panda and um, more of the animal snacks that are more like a cracker. Not so much a sweet cracker, but like a savory cracker. Mm. These ones are just tamagoboro, so they're egg-shaped. So they're just little little beads of of this biscuit candy.
1: I kind of want to see if I can find it at my local Japanese or Asian supermarket.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if you could or you could find something similar to it. Um biscuit candy and biscuits and rice crackers and stuff are very popular like snacks in Japan. Is this and they're also expensive? Not usually they're usually I mean they're gonna be expensive because they're imported, but they're not gonna be more than like dollars or anything
2: Okay
1: (sighs) Well, I think Mako-chan did it again So I think while we sit here and try to digest what she gave us, I think we should go into our last set of music and wrap up. What do y'all think?
3: Agreed. Fine by me. Okay. We'll be back.
0: (laughs) See that. pa
1: was a good episode wouldn't y'all agree yeah definitely yeah and what's interesting like every tuesday i go into target and i look around for like good deals on games if it's something good i'll pick it up i totally forgot that they re-released ff14 no ff15 on xbox one as the royal edition with all the dlc for 50 bucks and i'm like i bought the regular edition for 20 during black friday i'm like I wonder if I could flip it for a good deal on um on Amazon. I'll give it a shot. Worst case scenario, I'll trade it into Shit Stop and pick up a copy there. But you know, <sighs> anywho, if you like the show, give us a give us a like. Tell the, some other people. Spread the word. That's how we do. We're we're sort of like an underground type thing. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So. If you like the show, drop us a line at podcast podcast.animejamsession.com Again, that is podcast at podcast.animejamsession.com We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you Check out our website at animejamsession.com Where we post uh, links to our uh, convention videos Our cosplay photos You'll see our anime reviews, convention reviews Cosplay tips and tutorials, editorials And our weekly podcast there too and when it's not and also after you check it out there, you can always check us out on these other cool sites for our podcast iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, Tunein Radio, Google Play, and the Vogue Network Forums. And we're also on social media. You can follow us at youtube.com slash anime jam session TV, Twitter.com slash Jam session, and Facebook.com slash anime jam session. And to everyone that follows us on social media, thank you so much. We really appreciate. It. We couldn't. We couldn't have done it without y'all. You know. And don't forget to support us on the VOG Network. And we're here twice a week. Uh, live Tuesday at 8:30 p.m. and encore presentations Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. So we're gonna go around the room. Last words, Ari.
2: I'm broke. Send money.
1: There's a coffee five for that. <laughs> Last words, Ichigo.
3: Well, I'm probably going to go on to Twitch later tonight or tomorrow to work more on Rusty Lake Roots. So if you're excited about that game series, you can definitely join me there. If not, you can always follow me at Ichigo Gami on multiple platforms, and I'll see you later. My
1: last words, I got to hang up my work clothes and throw my, my disposable dinner plates in the trash and probably drink some more raspberry lemonade. That's some good stuff. That is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Um, we'll be here for the next few Tuesdays. So, yeah. I'm Ranma.
2: I'm Ari.
3: And I'm Ichigo.
1: Great fight, great night. See you next week.
2: Good night, everybody.
3: Ciao for now. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Hey,
1: that worked. Good night, y'all. We out.
0: Check us out at animejamsession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs>